oh man we finally found a song for our podcast hey we've got an intro now <laughs> cool how is everybody doing give a few seconds for the audience to give us their feedback all cool. right uh i'm doing good cool um i mean a, a weird monday to say the least but uh, i got myself a sammy and i feel good about it nice how about you can i tell you something like it's just really I'll awkward just for me my, ignore my question that's all right yeah well, well, no, I mean, this is in regards to how I'm d- doing. I'm not ignoring you. Oh, okay, because it's just the way you said no, it. No, but it's just something I'm thinking about is, like, uh, yeah, super awkward is um, I, I'm always liking to be, like, real friendly to, like, uh, uh, you know, my, my doorman and, like, uh, you know, the like security guard that stands outside my office and, like, and all this stuff, you know? Yeah. And I'm always like, hey, how are you doing? How's it going? And it's like sometimes they, like, they'll actually tell you, you know, and they'll, like, give you a whole thing. And it's like sometimes I'm here for it, you know, but sometimes I just ain't got the time for that. Sure, And, sure. like, I've noticed that a lot of the people that I interact with now have, like, kind of learned that I don't have the time for it more so. And so now there's this weird clip of, like, like, hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Like, it's clear that they're, like, censoring themselves to a certain extent. And I realize, like, I know that that's what a lot of, like, foreigners have a problem with the, uh, American like greeting of how are you because it's like you don't actually mean it you don't right? actually mean it. you're just like how are you cool yeah how yeah. are you I'm good oh I'm good how are you how, yeah I don't know I can't stop doing it though because I like it feels right I don't know well it, I would I would suggest if I apparently I heard and this is not exactly a well rational like a uh, study thing that was saying but like it, apparently giving your body language the look that you want to actually hear what they have to say is already off to a good start. Like, if you don't want to hear what they have to say, you're 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 already one foot out the door, looking right, like you're right. like slowly moving that way. No, that that's yeah. not the that's not the issue. They get right. that. Like, I do. Yeah, I I think maybe my body language exudes a mixed message because the truth is, I do actually want to hear what they have to say. I just don't have. I just can't listen to what everybody has to say all the time. Sure. You know. Yeah. Um. Um. But uh. But I just I feel weird. I feel like uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm a. I'm a dick, but, but what I'll try to do is like every 10th time or something, I'll like actually <laughs> listen to what, well, there we go. I think the issue is one out of 10 times you're actually listening to the yeah, conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, I guess they're just like waiting with bated breath. Like is, is now the time, is the time? Yeah. do I get to say, <laughs> it's like, good. How are, how are you? And I'm like, Oh, I'm doing good. Wait a second. Is this the time? Is this the time. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think um, I think body language really establishes it though, because like when I'm like uh, saying hello to someone and they're like, "Hey," and I'm like, "How are you?" and they're like, "Good. How are you?" and I'm like, Oop. "Turn." <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, but if it's not, but if it's just like uh, they're like, "Good," and I'm like, "All right, out of here." Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. My I know another uh, method that works uh, very effectively is uh, my neighbor downstairs, um, who I see in the street sometimes. I'll be like, "Hey, what's up, man?" And he'd be like, hey, man, how's it going? And I'm like, good. He's like, all right, have a nice day. Like, you know, gets that in right away. Right, right, it's, right. And he's, he's like in his 50s, I think, probably 40s or 50s. So he's got it all worked out. He's, he's got that. Yeah, he's at that age where he's got it all worked out. He's figured know? it out. Yeah. Okay. So. That's cool. Um, I would say give it time. <laughs> and eventually we'll know how to have basic human interactions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, think, I think it all happens when you're on your deathbed. Yeah, yeah probably. At um, that point, you're like, I finally figured it. They're like, how are you? You're like. I'm fine. <laughs> Thank you for asking. I'm doing good. How about you? <laughs> it's like wow. He went out. He went out with a good interaction. <laughs> uh, That's my dreams yeah. and hopes. You just describe my dreams and hopes in life is to have that. 
Yeah. Before I die. So you did actually ask me how I was doing. <laughs> yes, I did. Personally, like, I, you know, as a human being, like, in the world, you know. I mean, no, I'm asking you, like, on a, uh, you know, with your knowledge of the government and uh, the United States of America's, oh, you know, how you, how are you doing? No, no, that's a little bit too much. Let's narrow the scope. Okay, narrow I it. ran, uh, like, five and a half miles yesterday. That's insane. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah, and I wow. I don't run. I'm not a, I don't do that. I know that's like, it's not a thing I do. I know some people would like say that's normal. I I'm not there yet. I used to be there. Remember when I used to Yeah, be yeah. I I mean you're yeah. yeah. Like look, not what anymore. I did you could barely consider running compared to what you, I mean you yeah. You, you could you could go out there and you know I mean you just you with your cricket legs and your fucking you could just you know look, they're not crick they're cricket like. Yeah. Well, well, how, uh, what I'm, I'm built like a Roman. I got stubby little legs. <laughs> you are built like a Roman. That's a good thing. <laughs> they lasted for a while. Yeah, I guess they did, but they're not designed for running. <laughs> no, I guess so. Yeah. Then why do they make one of their guys? No, one that, of the guys that's, that got, that's a, Greece. You're thinking of the marathon oh, thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right that's Greece. Um, but what was your average? But it's a solid point. Um, what was my... Your, uh, oh, your pace. Oh, your pace. I, I, don't, I didn't like pay too close attention, but... I would say that the whole thing took me about an hour, but I also stopped to watch a, uh, a, a conservative Jewish wedding that was going on in the park. <laughs> conservative or orthodox, I, I can't, I couldn't really tell the difference because, like, I think, I think it was conservative, and, and people just like go real hard Jew for a wedding, you know? Sure. Um, um, where, where was this? Like, what this park? was uh, Battery. Yeah, this was in Battery Park. It was actually really nice, and. Um, yeah, it was conservative. Otherwise, the whole thing would have been in Yiddish or Hebrew. Um, and uh, it was actually really nice. Cool. Although, like, there's a little bit of stuff where you're like, are you talking metaphorically or what? Where he's like, uh, and we will build, rebuild the temple, and, like, Israel's going to be great, and, like, all this stuff, and let's pray for Israel, and sounds Israel like, this, like and Israel Jewish that. Sounds like the Jewish Trump, yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, that's, like, all part of the wedding, and it's like, sure. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that's a weird thing to put into a wedding. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. but I, I was standing next to this nice black lady, and like, I just felt like, I don't know. I feel like nobody appreciates weddings more than like nice black ladies, and yeah. uh, and, and me, you. and me, yeah, and yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> so we like had a moment there where we're like, "Isn't this nice?" And we're like, "Yeah, you know, this yeah. is nice." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we build a temple. All right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're out of here. You're getting a little bit like weird for a second yeah, there, yeah. but you know, it, it worked out. Um, I forgot like whether you say Mazel Tov or L'chaim when they break the glass. It like took me a second to figure out Wait, what you say. How, how, I felt uh, like a terrible Jew. I'm sorry, but how close were you to this wedding? Like, I, I imagine you just like walking past and seeing it like in the distance. Yeah, sure. So it's like yeah. it's like outside, right? And yeah. they have it like kind of roped off yeah. around the people who are sitting in there. Uh-huh. But it's like it's like all open, and you can just like stand like right out there. Oh, you're like, a, a so you're of, in the GA section of the uh, wedding. Yeah, pretty pretty. <laughs> much yeah, yeah. like we were super close dude yeah, yeah. the people in tarps just like hanging out yeah like literally literally <laughs> yeah. just just people going by in the park yeah i got here at like uh 9 30 in the morning to the scope <laughs> house yeah you get the you get the prince from uh the, the jewish uh yeah officiator. I, I yeah i felt like uh it was actually way ruder another runner like ran past and just like ran through the <laughs> oh, no. crowd of people like while these people are getting it's like these people are getting married like like yeah. relax like chill for a sec like you know, what, what do I, yeah, that's fine. Okay, I just want to make sure. Wednesday's on top of the refrigerator, you know. But uh, wait, wait, she's not going to hurt anybody from up there. No, it's not I, know, like, I know, I know, What's the problem? What's There's the no problem? problem. Um, that's really funny. I love when, like, uh, uh, there's total disregard for really important life events that go on in, like, the city. It's classic New York shit, Yeah, man. it really is. Yeah. yeah, people just, like, you know, uh, 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 taking pictures of, like, the, I think I saw this in Central Park, uh, like, a few months ago. Someone was uh, taking pictures of their, um, like, 
engagement photos, right? The yeah. ones, yeah, like that. And uh, uh, they were just like set up right over here. It was really nice. They were out of the way too. And then some uh, person just like kind of walks in front just to get the view that they were like, they were like, they were taller than them. So like they thought like, oh, it's like crowded, but like I got this area right here where I can like get a good view of the lake. So they stand there and these people are looking at them, but they don't look, but they're not looking at them. The, the, the couple is just like, you know, get out of the way, but not but saying it with their eyes. This guy is just ignoring it. Well, well, so that's the other thing too. I noticed about New Yorkers is like, not only do they not pay attention to stuff like that, but yeah. we're all so terrified to do something as simple as talk to another human being. Yes. Like, like that person could be standing there and they're just all like staring at this person. Like, what do we do? What do we do? What are we supposed to do? We're going to talk to this person. We have to ask them nicely to move. What? Yeah. What is this? Um, yeah. I tell you, like I was with my parents the other night and uh, we were walking by, um, it was actually, uh, is it Grimaldi's that's right down? It's Delmonico's, Delmonico's that's okay. down here. Yeah. yeah. We're walking by Delmonico's and it's at nighttime, right? And uh, there's there's this um, couple arguing outside Delmonico's and it seems like pretty heated. And the and the woman is like yelling at the man like, like, no, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't just take my phone. You can't, you can't just take my phone. And they're like both considerably drunk. And, and the guy is like, He's like hugging her, but it's like she clearly doesn't want to be touched, and she's like trying to like squirm out of his clutches, basically. And it's like we're like, ugh, yeah, it's getting kind of physical and like right. weird. And like, um, you know, me and my dad's immediate reactions. Like, my dad grew up in New York, so he's a hardened New Yorker, and I guess I've I've developed some of that too. But like, our immediate reactions were just like, let's just let's just look at the road. Keep her eyes down sure. and keep walking. Sure, sure. <laughs> like, like yeah. we're not going to get involved. This is not our business. Sure. It doesn't look, you know. And my mom's just like, no, no. And and I'm really grateful she did because honestly, like, we would have been thinking that, like, oh shit, like we just fucking ignored that shit. But my mom's like, no, 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 no. What the hell is that? What is going on? You know. Um. So we resolved to like just stand there and stare at them. <laughs> <laughs> That's your mom's idea. No, that was actually my idea. I was just like, yeah. Well, because we um. We like talked to some other uh, 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 people who were like kind of aware of the situation, and we found out that like one of the guys had already called the police. Right. And they're just like waiting for the police to be there. So yeah, we're just like you know we're just gonna stand here and watch, and like you know if things get really bad, you know. How do you know that wasn't performance art? And you were just uh, like, and you were just like attendees to a really abstract performance art piece. I don't know, but uh, but this other couple came out, and the guy was like, "Oh, I saw them in there. Like they're just drunk." Blah 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 blah. Sure. Yeah. And and then his uh, girlfriend or wife was like, "No, like she's like you know clearly uncomfortable. Like this is not good." Blah blah blah. And then they got in a fight over. Jeez, <laughs> man, domino effects. That's great. Um, it was really weird though, and I was just like, "Fuck!" Like these people are a mess. They are a mess. Yeah. yeah. Remember how and like the cops, by the way, like took fucking forever. Ah, uh, the NYPD. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. Go yeah. on. Oh, I was just gonna make more nonsense. But like, remember when uh, back then, like you know, there was always that kind of like fear that uh, not fear, but like kind of like anxiety of like, "Hey, is this like an improv everywhere thing that's going on right <laughs> now?" Like, you know, is or, or, a, or a what would you do? Apparently there's like that show, uh, what would you do where it's like situations like that will happen and then they'll like yeah. basically publicly shame you if you don't. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I think my fear, I think that that fear is such like an early 2000s fear because I feel like the, I feel <laughs> like the fear. Punked. Yeah. Because I feel like the fear right now is not to get blue, but I think it might be like, is this a shooting that might happen? Like, oh, yeah. I mean, uh, that's totally like like true. that Like that person who stood in front of the uh, couple that was like the engagement photo and you're talking about like, don't, should I talk? talk to them should i not like should I say right something? everybody's you know? yeah like i don't want to say something too much and like that's <sighs> that's i mean look it's just 
that's the world, man. <laughs> it's it sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's um, fucked up. I mean, like you heard about what happened in uh, Times Square. I think I bought this up before. Yeah, I don't. Know. Did I? No, no. The uh, uh, there was a threat. There was there was a scare of uh, a shooter in Times Square because someone's uh, motorcycle uh, backfired like four oh, times. Oh, right, right, right. And yeah, people yeah. like freaked out. People freaked out. And I, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. Like that, I've, I, you could tell a, mo- a motorcycle backfire uh, pretty easily if you were like close enough to like see it because right. like you could hear the engine rev, all that kind of stuff. And like you would hear the backfire, it, it sounds different. How? When yeah. was the last time we actually did have like a serious domestic terrorism thing in New York? Like obviously we have like threats of it all the time that are thwarted by the cops. The, uh, like, the guy who uh, ran his car uh, into the bike lanes. Oh, okay. Yeah. How many people did he kill? I don't remember. I feel like, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like New York's pretty locked down on that type of New stuff. York's, New York's good. I mean, we're pretty locked down. But I will say, I also heard, and I didn't really follow up on it, but in a, a Bronx. The Bronx, I believe, or in Brownsville. Yeah, there was um, a shooting. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, I mean that's the thing. There no, is no, no, still no, like, plenty of gun violence. Not like not like one time off. Like this person like went in with like the kind of uh, uh, shooter kind of mentality of like trying to get some people like okay. killed. Yeah, that's why. Well, was this? I mean, who, who was the people that he was killing? I don't know much else about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it sounds like it was probably. Not a white guy, which is why it doesn't get to go in the mass shooting That's board. <laughs> possible. And people yeah, are just yeah. like, well, this is just what happens, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, that's possible. I don't, I don't know, man. It, you might you might be hitting on something there because like, it, it was something that I remember hearing about um, as kind of like, uh, uh, I think it was last podcast on the left was talking about um, one of the first shooters in mm. history in America. Mm. Um, and they were mentioning how like, you know, it's like it's a topic that's important because the week that we're recording this El Paso um, and Dayton just happened. Right. Um, and no one even talks about it. But what happened in like, and I'm again, I'm not remembering if it was Brownsville or uh, uh, just somewhere in the Bronx. Is Brownsville in the Bronx? I forget. I, I, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and like another shooting. No one even talks about that one. And I'm like, and they're like, that happened in the city. And I was like, oh, geez. And I look it up briefly and I saw it was like, yeah, I think like five people or so. Okay. So, uh, yeah. But like, eh, it's nothing. Eh, it's nothing. Uh, that's not. That's a nothing. Shoot. That's a nothing. Shoot. Yeah, yeah. Come uh, back to me. Have a real problem. You know what? I heard that. Um, shit. I, I try to remember where I heard this, but um, I heard that a lot of these uh, shooters, like the um, the one in El Paso, um, and ones elsewhere, uh, the 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 Christchurch one. Yeah. Um, that they both cited like ecofascism basically in their yes. manifesto. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That is. That is. That's fucked, bro. I know. It's the it's the Thanos way of going about it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, uh, well, I don't. We're gonna have a Hobbs and Shaw episode, so. Yes. Yes. Can't yes. can't can't say much here. I know. So I know. We want to save our Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Whatever. But 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 it's it's wild to me, you know. And it's, I feel like more people need to know, about that because, it's like, I don't know. It's like a radicalized form of eco. Uh, well, no. It's it's it's. People Constant. responding in really horrible and fucked up ways to, like, like, it starts with something that is true. Yes. Like that, the world is in threat of, you know, on the brink sure. of extinction, right? Yeah. And then, and then it's these people coming up with their own solutions that are insane, right? But it's like, you know, I, I think that's kind of what happens when your mainstream politics don't provide you with any solutions that are sane yes so you're just left with fucking nazism and shit that's yeah i I totally get what you're saying um 
because I mean it seems to be more of the case. I think I think a lot of people are realizing that climate is an issue, uh, or the the issue of climate change is real and needs to be dealt with. And I think a lot of people are turning to their own racism and prejudices and uh, uh, thinking like, well, the solution is, you know, I just saw I just saw Avengers Endgame. I think there's a good idea, <laughs> think a good idea right there. Well, I, you know, I think it's. Uh I, you know, I gotta. It, it is something difficult to think about, like what what a solution that would work actually, that actually makes sense. But I mean, the, I think the one thing that's like pretty much consensus amongst liberals, fascists, and just like a whole mess of people yeah. is that population is the problem, and that yeah. and that we need to stop having babies. And that, uh, you know, th- that's the main idea is population is the problem. I've heard my parents say this type of thing. They're not even liberals, I know. really. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. Um, you know, I, it's, yeah, so, um, I, you know, I think you just, you start there with population is the problem. And then, you know, you have somebody who's like, well, uh, you know, us or them, basically. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. Um, I think uh, that was something that I... Uh, found that the whole like you know why a critique of liberalism uh, thing I heard on that podcast like really tell us really, tell, tell us about this what podcast is this okay and, so yeah there's a podcast called philosophize this philosophize uh, this with Stephen West Stephen West uh, he is I guess a philosopher or has a, uh, a degree or has interest I don't know but he um, all, every episode kind of like focuses on either in a different like philosopher. A different school of thought and the, and someone's uh, uh, thoughts on it or for instance right now there's one on the frankfurt school um which i don't know much about uh it's it, which this this i think this recent series is like talk is like trying to give the po- the modern world that we're in right now uh some context based upon what other thinkers have said in the past yes that's that's it right nice. there yeah i just uh i just subscribe to this the most recent one is consequences of reason i guess that's consequentialism probably and then um before that is uh carl schmidt so yeah, Carl Smith. That's the guy who uh, was talk who had critiques about liberalism. So oh the way- shit, he's got a five parter on Deleuze. That's sick, dude. Oh yeah, dude. I I think you really like this because I know I know you're much more into uh, like you have a much more. I love, I love philosophy than I. Do. I love act- I love talking about it and acting like I know what I'm talking about, and I hate reading it. So this is perfect for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about getting the second sex actually, but I know it's like first wave or second wave feminist. I don't know. Probably, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I mean, sure. Well, right. yeah, you should. I mean, it was, it was a good episode. It's probably, it's it's probably great. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so uh, the way that he uh, Stephen West for like philosophized this like t- did this episode. It was called like you know a critique of liberalism or something like that by uh, with Carl Schmidt or by Carl Schmidt, and I was like I don't know who Carl Schmidt is. Right. I don't want to do any of this. Is good, right, right, good, right, right. good place to start because I was looking at the title. I was like, yeah, you know what? I think I could use something that like kind of uh, uh, you know counters my world thoughts and views. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it's Sunday. I'm cleaning. Why not? You know, right? Um, and I listened to it, and he basically was like, you know, the the whole idea behind uh, the critique of liberalism is like, you know, if we're framing liberalism as this idea of pre-liberalism being everything is divinity and God and like, you know, much more based on what the rule of like God is like, you know, that's how we, uh, traditionalism. Yeah. Traditionalism. Everything post, uh, liberalism is using reason, using facts, using, uh, science, the scientific method and the age of enlightenment to better judge how to run a society and how to run politics. Sure. 
he says it comes into uh, a, liberalism comes into a huge uh, roadblock when it's faced with um, someone who is outside of the uh, reason who wants to uh, do do whatever they want when someone can't be reasoned with uh, and wants to go about you know destroying the earth or doing something else it's like you have to if you if your society is about reason and logic they can't get that person to do what they want the natural tendency that has been shown is that the society that's liberal will uh, get rid of some of that liberal value nudge to it take away, care of to the take care of that situation other. yeah and, and in his words of Carl Schmidt he says that that is a brief moment of dictatorship in a in a liberal society because people just agreed like this is beyond the control of, of liberalism. We need something to deal with this. Mm-hmm. It was later on after uh, two episodes, like li- like deep in the second episode that uh, um, Stephen West of uh, Philosophize This dropped the uh, knowledge that Carl Schmidt is a Nazi. And he uh, had a lot of, <laughs> he was a big uh, proponent in the, th- the philosophy of Nazism that uh, came into, you know, Germany. And I didn't know that. And I, if everyone knew that already, they're probably already very familiar with everything I'm saying. But like, I didn't know that. So after you dropped that, I was like, fuck that. God <laughs> damn it. No, you got me. You got me. And I was. I yeah. And I, I want to see your face when you discovered that. <laughs> <laughs> no, my face. My face was like, I'm, there's nothing for the audio medium for this. But my face was essentially just me looking at my phone. Uh, sorry, look, doing work and then hearing that and being like. Wait a minute. And I look at my phone. And I'm like, Carl Schmidt. No, wait. Okay. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I didn't actually like, you know, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, that does sound straight up like some Nazi shit. It does. Yeah. When you think about, yeah. Cause like, I thought this guy was just a guy who was like, you know, liberalism is crazy. I'm just a, you know, a, 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 I teach Cambridge. Like, well, you, you know. well, you thought that he was going to advocate, of course, for there being no state or that the state is like inherently. Yeah. Bad or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, but I mean, he's, I don't know if that's how he's actually posing the question or that's just how uh, uh, Stephen uh, West is reading it or that's how uh, you're... Yeah, you I'm know, interpreting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah. is a game of telephone at this point. But, sure. you know, this idea that there's like a rational and an uh, irrational person, like, yeah. that's obviously like some Nazi shit. Of course, yeah. yeah. It's it's very simplified, which is something that I, after that episode ended, I was like, and I thought about it, I was like, yeah, it's very simplified because um, I don't know much about... Uh, these guys are going yeah. crazy. I don't know why your cat's... Your cat's well, I, what, it, what it is, I think, is that the uh, the big cat, Hobbs, is on steroids right now. Oh, yeah. Because uh, he's got feline acne. So he's like, he's all spry and everything. And yep. they're getting all riled up now. That's so funny. Yeah. Actually, now that you t- frame it like that. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it so much They're all sense. riled up. Oh man, Wednesday's yeah. just like get the f- that, that's why Wednesday went up to the uh, yeah get the fuck out yeah here. get the fuck out of here yeah, dude I'm yeah. just trying to get away um yeah so uh, no, I, lost my, I lost my train of thought it was no no you be pretty, yeah you, it's, it's you know the the sure mm-hmm. yep what do you yeah sorry for interrupting you and it's for okay. for losing our train of thought it's okay um yeah. which which by the way uh for later in the pod I want to talk about um something uh uh. The idea of a man interrupter remind me to we're gonna t- okay. we're gonna talk about you that. You got it. But anyway, um, yeah. So so Schmidt. Well, I don't know. I mean, Carl Schmidt. Have you? Did you take classes in philosophy? I, d- I took critical theory a debate cl- uh, club at my school. We did a lot of. Uh, uh, well, okay. So let me explain this uh, for people listening. So um, I went to a really hippy dippy liberal arts school. 
we participated in the Cross-Examination Debate Association, which is a, a collegiate debate um, league that, you know, is participated in by all kinds of different schools. You know, Kada. It's, it's all over the nation. And CETA. Uh, and and it's a really unique style of debate in that uh, in the beginning of the season they po- they pose a question and it's always something about like the United States federal government should do X one year it was uh, should extend aid to these Middle Eastern countries right and then what it is is you have two teams of two and a judge in the early rounds in the later rounds you might have three judges um, but the two teams of two from different schools. Will uh, you'll have an affirmative side and a negative side, and the affirmative side has to sure, argue yeah. that the resolution is correct. The negative side has to pick it apart, and you have to switch back and forth between these sides throughout the course of uh, the debate rounds. And the affirmative side has to actually come up with a specific version of the resolution to defend. They don't have to defend the whole thing; they have to come up with this, a specific. This yeah. sounds this sounds familiar because I did take a class in debate in high school, like uh, my like eleventh grade year or something. Do you like know that. what? Uh, for, it might have been like Lincoln Douglas or something like that. Um, do you know what uh, format it was? Oh, well, it was the same format of uh, you take different sides. Right, right, right. But I, I, there was only one round. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, basically what you do is you go back and forth and you do rebuttals and there's time limits and you do this. Uh, what has become popular is this thing called spreading because um, evidence is often used. Uh, you read off of cards. You try to read as fast as possible, so forth and so on. But here's the interesting thing is... There's very little, there's conventions, there's very little actual rules. In fact, it was said, I think, that one of the only actual rules, well, it's the time limits and sexual harassment. Like, that's basically the only rules that are, <laughs> like, enforced. Okay, gotcha. It, it, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You know, discrimination, <laughs> stuff like that. But, but when it comes to how you can actually argue, uh, it's really up in the air, and each team gets to put in... There are different preferences for the type of, for the judge that they want, right? And the philosophies that the judges have, right? So they try to pick a judge that's like between the two, mm-hmm. uh, the two teams, um, and they'll pit two teams with similar philosophies against each other with a judge that agrees with them, or they'll, you know, and then later rounds it'll be like teams with different philosophies, so forth and so on. Yeah. And the reigning ideologies in the debate world were like the stricter policy debate teams that were, you know, talking about. The United States federal government should do this because of that, because of this situation, you know, all these different policy decisions in the Middle East, very like neolib yeah. type of stuff, sure, uh, sure, technocratic, sure. you know, knowledge based, all this type of thing. And then there were an undercurrent of teams that were called K teams, the critique teams, uh, and because it was spelled in German. That's why it was called. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 and, and we would do all kinds of different things. There's, that was your team. Well, there's a lot of teams that were known for uh, the Cap K. Capitalism is bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there was a lot of teams that were known for the whiteness critique, which was that debate's racist. And Interesting. Well, yeah. well, that the conventions of debate basically are exclusionary. That, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, the fact that you need to be part of these different, like, collegiate institutions is excluding certain yeah, people. Yeah, and, yeah. But, but also... Well, that, that's, that's playing into the idea that, like, philosophy, uh, the field of philosophy in general... Oh, it's super white. Super white, yeah. yeah exactly. I mean, it was yeah. great when a cap team would come up against a, a, a whiteness team because yeah. they would just be like, you and your, like, fucking heady bullshit philosophers, like... Yeah. Yeah, they're all white guys, like, you know, fuck yeah. off. Yeah. Um, uh, and there would be, like, feminist teams as well 
um, you know, and whenever you would get those critique teams in the, in the, in a, in a room together, they'd all be debating about like what the root cause of like oppression is. Is it, is it patriarchy? Is it racism? Is it, right. you know, yeah. um, uh, uh, but, uh, but what would be fascinating is you'd get a lot of teams. So you'd get teams that would refuse to argue the affirmative side because they would say, um, you know, we shouldn't be talking about what the United States federal government should or shouldn't do because states are bad. Like, right, yeah. yeah. And, but then you would have to, within the course of that debate, defend uh, your position as to whether or not you, you would have to defend that format of debate. Yeah. And so would the other team if they wanted to do something different. You know, what's funny about the policy debate teams is everything always, uh, well, <laughs> I feel like with the critique teams, everything always was tantamount to either rape or slavery. And with the policy teams, everything led to nuclear war. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, wh- why we were talking about this? Oh, this is where I kind of cut my te- teeth on uh, critical theory and uh, all that type of stuff. And I still am just completely ignorant. I'm ignorant. Ignorant. I mean, but I, kn- I know you've, uh, you've told me about some of these people before. I know you had like a real, oh my God. Uh, were you really into Kierkegaard? No, but like every now and then I'll pretend that I know stuff, yeah, but I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't. I read some Nietzsche at one point. I always like to say that, I, but I just, yeah, yeah. But 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 you know, I'd be on a date with you. Ugh. Hey, I read Nietzsche once. Woo. I read Nietzsche one time, man. One time. It's kind of crazy. It's wild. And then I had to return to the library. That's you know, that's it's <laughs> crazy. And actually, that's like that's true. I like read half of *Thus Spake Zarathustra* and then returned it to the library. <laughs> that's that's exactly what happened. Um, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I don't know. So I honestly don't. I don't know what I'm talking about. But I feel like neither do does. Most people, um, so... Yeah, except for the philosophers, I guess. I guess, but I think a lot of times they just... T- Here's one thing I find really irritating is when somebody um, is talking to you about some kind of... You know, maybe we're having like some kind of intellectual exchange or like yeah. a debate about something. And they start trotting out these names and shit. And they're like, well, Wittgenstein says that blah, 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 blah. And they say it in such and such a way that they know you can't understand. And it's like, yeah. You're just trying to win this argument. You don't actually give a shit about the intellectual exchange here. Like, I feel like if you truly understand something, you should be able to, like, boil it down and and talk about it like a fucking person without without needing to trot out some so-and-so says whatever. But and I, like, will, I, will, I will add this one thing. How do you know? Like, for, if you just went about without, like, like, saying, like, you know, well, this person said this and they're a philosopher, I guess it's not, it comes off as kind of just like, well, who the fuck is that? Yeah. You know? But uh, if you just go around saying like you know, look, it's this, and then like, huh. well, where's your, where do you get that from? Where'd you get that from? Huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I got pulled from, it out of my fucking ass. Yeah, pulled my ass. Or if yeah. you say I got it from a philosopher, they say, well, who the fuck's that? It's like, well, they're a person who, I guess, <laughs> researched that a little more. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, both are bad, right? Yeah. I, but that's why I like. I think um, it helps to like try to pull things down to like personal. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I I view debate as like an emotional thing, kind of. It's like. If I'm debating you on something, I'm going to try to relate to you as much as possible yeah. to try to get to some kind of common ground. And like maybe in that, I may even have my mind changed yeah. by our yeah. exchange. And That's a fair point. Um, I, I appreciate that much more. Yeah. Because what's the point? What, are, what else are we fucking doing? Well, right now? Yeah. We're definitely in our own little uh, camps. <laughs> we're of, up uh, our thinking. butts. Yeah. We're, we're deep up our butts. Fuck yeah, we oh, are. We can smell our farts. We're so up our butts. Oh, there we go. There yeah. goes our listeners. Oh. Um, okay, but we're. <laughs> 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 I didn't 
I didn't ask for three. Uh, sir? Excuse me, waiter? Can you take these back? I didn't ask for these parts. Um, okay, so that's gonna sound great, by the way. That's it gonna, is like probably hurt people's ears. Yeah, it's hurting my, <laughs> it's hurting my ears. <laughs> um, okay, so you want to talk about? Um, I want to talk what the men uh, man interrupter man interrupter. Yeah, yeah I was uh, yeah. Um, well, I wanted to make sure you remembered. Well, no, I, I I appreciate it. I realized I was interrupting you as you were saying that, but then I was interrupting you because I can actually read your mind. You know, Kierkegaard once said that everyone interrupts everyone because we're all <laughs> just trying to get to say the same thing. That's right. Um, no, so I uh, I don't know why, but... Oh. I don't know why. I don't know why. Actually, you know what it is? It's after our conversation with Mira and June, I got to thinking a little bit more about... Because Mira said something that really resonated with me, which was this idea of this like toxic masculine hero, the, um, the asshole that everybody loves. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and how so many guys are like trying to be that and, and trying to be like, and I realize like I do that all the time. Is that, is that a Hobbs right now? Yeah. Is Hobbs just like going, bro, 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 come bro, on, bro. bro, see how much I can lift, bro, <laughs> bro. Steroids. Yeah. Uh, oh dude, actually he flicked the steroid pill out of his bowl. Hold on. I got to put it back in just a sec. Okay. We can just, Pause here. And what are, you, what are you even doing? I'm not gonna edit. Come on. I'll I'll edit it. I don't, I'll, I don't edit. I'll edit. I'll edit it. Give it to me. I'll do it for All once. Right. For uh, real. No. Look. So I got to thinking about um, like the ways that I might be toxically masculine, or that I might be like following some toxic masculine ideal, or you know, trying to like pave over my own insecurities with something. And well, yeah, yeah but up front, we could probably uh, do everyone a great good by saying I was born into a toxic masculine society of sorts. So it's hard to lose. Those right. Things. You can't yeah. like decouple it. I, yeah. I know. But I, I so anyway, I, I got to Googling some stupid shit, which is like, uh, you know, am I, t you know, am I toxically masculine? What are what are signs of, you know, toxic masculinity? What are, you know? Yeah. Um, I was waiting for the second part of that. Like, oh, yeah, 17 signs of either a toxic masculine yeah, well, or... Well, well, yeah. Well, yeah. literally, I came to a page that was like, the five types of toxic men that you... Yeah. Like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, one is the man interrupter. And it's like, uh, kind of probably... I mean, I either... Wait, you, I, yeah, you talked about this before, I believe. Um, not to say, mm -hmm. not to, like, be like... Uh, you could talk no, about it. No, no, no. I, I appreciate it. What, what do you mean I talked well, about you talk. I think you... Oh, it might have been off air, actually, that uh, you talked about uh, being the... It, having conversations and feeling like you're stepping over people when you're talking, but you're just trying to get out the words that you are, you're just trying to be like, you're not, you're not doing it on purpose is what you're saying. Uh, I am though. Like, <laughs> okay, go on. Uh, no, go on. I, I yeah. don't know. Like I, I, de yeah, I've definitely talked about this here and there, but like, um, I, I tend to think of it, I think more as just a, am I a selfish person? Am I an obnoxious person? An obnoxious person? question and i tend to forget that there's like potentially a like chauvinistic yeah. element to it yeah like am i being an entitled man you know and and anyway my point is i think i do tend to idolize like the asshole that everybody loves the ricks of the world yeah the you know vegetas of the world um as you know yes I know uh, the 
and and you know I, I wa- yeah and I wonder to what extent like like all of this like my podcast my yeah like all of this is an extension of that like oh I have to go out and tell everybody like hey by the way socialism hey by the way like like Marxism this is the way it should be and like I, I and I almost can't help myself like like if I see somebody saying some shit that I think is like kind of dumb or 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 I like what I, I like almost I start twitching pretty yeah, much like you yeah. can see it happen and sure I like have to be like well you know I don't yeah I feel that way and I go between that but like part of me is just like sometimes there's things that just have to be addressed properly for the sake of it's gonna sound really bad but like for the sake of like being better to society at large. You're right, man. We got to correct those dumb bitches. And I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that. Bro. Yeah, yeah, those dumb bitches. Uh, don't don't just let leave that hanging because now I just said that and we didn't make it funny and now it's just like offensive. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, I, sorry. Go on. That's how I'm gonna get you fired. Yeah, I know. I know. All right. I'm gonna edit out all of, all my responses. Okay. So it's just okay. You. Yeah. So it's just me. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Um. No, I uh, think that like, for instance, like. I'm going to get back because the climate's always, you know, been really important to me. So I guess it's one thing, but like some people will just be like, look, it's all too much. It's all, it's all just whatever. It's like, it's hard. It's hard to do all that. I just can't even get around it. So what's the point? And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, there is a point. And I, and I totally understand the idea that like, we shouldn't be going after, we shouldn't be like so down on ourselves about, we should be, you know, tackling the bigger corporations or whatever. People say that and then they just stop. Because they don't do anything. They're, they're just like, being they're, they're being a reply guy. They're, they're just being. They're doing. They're they're saying, look, the issue is too big for me to have any difference in it. And I'm sorry, this actually might be something that we talked about yesterday. It, it is. It is. Yeah, but you're I, actually specifically talking about something that I was trying to say. So yeah, this is okay. Now you know. So now we, I know we, we okay, can get I, into it. Can but, I get into it? Yeah. Yeah. The issue is, is that we can go about just saying that like it's not going to really change anything if I do this or that to uh, small changes in my life the bigger issue is to tackle those corporations that uh, uh, are the ones who pollute the world the most. That is a fact. That is true. I totally agree with you there. But what are we doing about those fat, those giant corporations? You know, are we going to, yeah. are we, we going to vote that? Are we going to vote the right people in that do that kind of stuff? I mean, like that's my hope right. at least. The other thing is you could take action, smaller uh, scale with like supporting some, uh, uh, you know, climate initiatives that are trying to, you know, put hold, hold those uh, places accountable. Sunrise movement is one of them. Um, but also more on the, you know, the level of like talking about like what you can do individually. I think like there, it might, it's pretty optimistic and I'll admit it is, but like, I think there is something to be said about taking those small steps to, uh, being a more sustainable human being um, and leaving a smaller impact in the world just so other people can see, well, they're trying it and it doesn't seem like it's really changing that much. I think there's misconceptions about what you can do. And I think there's, um, uh, you know, so I guess yeah. I'm going to get into it as uh, you know, yeah, go ahead. So basically my thing is, um, so, so what happened is, is that, uh, we were there with, uh, Alex's girlfriend, Brooke and partner, Don't excuse me, fucking partner, unbelievable partner. Um, and she was saying how she's going to try being vegan for the next 30 days, which I thought was amazing. Like that's, that's great. Like, uh, yeah, it's pretty great. I'm, I'm not sure if I have the, the willpower for that, um, but I think that's, you know, it's probably very healthy. Like, it's very conscious. It's, you know, that's... People do it successfully, too. Yeah. People that, do. That's great. Yeah. Um, but the thing that I kind of took a little bit of issue with was she just kind of like, it's just hard, too hard to justify anymore. And I'm just like, like, that's what I was just like, 
come on. <laughs> like, what do, you, what, do you, what do you have issue with that? The reason why I have an issue with that is because you don't really know. Like, you don't know that if we all became vegans that that would actually help. Like, I know you think that. I mean, look, if, and if the argument was that you can't justify it anymore because factoring farming is just so cruel, then I'm, like, on board with you because it is. It's, it's disgusting. Like, you know, and, and that may very well be what she was saying, but it, it sounded more like she was saying from the, like, sustainability ecological standpoint. And I just, I just don't believe that if we all became vegan that it would make even a substantial difference at all. Do you believe that if we... Um held all those corporations accountable and they completely changed their ways to be more green that we would change the world too? I, I don't um, have an answer to like what the solution is. And that's what's so frustrating about people like me <laughs> who are basically reply guys. My main, my point comes to though, that I think the core principle behind the veganism, that's really great is this idea that we should think about our place in the world and that we should make decisions based on our place in the world. Like, yes, yes, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Uh, uh, but the idea that like simply the act of eating an animal or killing an animal for food is something that like, you know, is what the problem is. It's just like, no, no. I, well, I wouldn't say she's making that leap. I don't, I, I didn't think so either. Yeah. No, I, 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 I didn't think so either. One, and one that, no, sorry. I just want to say one that two, I actually do agree that, yeah, you can, uh, you can have, you could eat your meat. And have your cake with it too. <laughs> you could you could eat, do that if you, um, for instance, do uh, you know the kind of hunting that is on areas where the uh, population is in need to be curbed because we as a society ha- uh, uh, establish those things because you know we killed all the predators. Right. So now there's prey that are growing like crazy. Well, well, okay. So that's a whole other conversation. Sure, sure. I but I don't hunt and I don't. So I I'm know. not you know I'm not prepared to like but but. The thing about that is, okay. or or alternatively, also get your uh, meats from places that are more local. Right, you know, just, local meats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in terms of the hunting thing, though, like, um, yeah, of course, if we all like ate meat that we hunted, then that would be bad for the environment too, because there's no way that the hunting grounds could sure, sustain that. Sure. Yeah. Um, but the argument I would make about the individual hunter is that, like, uh, well, just think about it. It's very simple. Like, what is more, what is more harmful to the environment? A uh, cattle ranch where you burn down all the forests to raise cattle. A a uh, uh, you know cornfield where you burn down all the forests to grow corn. Yeah. Or you leave the habitat intact and you take what's in it. Yeah. Like like yeah, yeah. So that to me is the equation. And in fact, in many cases, they show examples of uh, they'll give bounties to hunters to try to get rid of an invasive species. Mm-hmm. And actually, more of that invasive species will end up. Uh, in that place because the hunters will do things like bring um, bait and all this type of stuff. Yeah. And what I'm trying to say is that human beings, we, 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 uh, we're the issue. <laughs> we, we cultivate mm-hmm. whatever it is that we're feeding off of. Yeah. So if we're eating a bunch of c- corn syrup, we're going to grow a shit ton of corn. But if we're, if we're eating meat that we hunted, then we're going to, uh, uh, open. We are going to create a lot more public land, a lot more public That's a fair hunting grounds. Like we're going to pay a lot more attention to that type of stuff and to keeping that sustainable. Um, you know, I, I I see your point. Um, the reality of the situation is though is that not a lot of that exists, and that factory farms are 
yes. more of the uh, thing that yeah. people so, get their meat from. Yeah. So we're like pretty far off topic now because I know, I know. Yeah. Also, also, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I can edit this whole thing. No, it's fine. What? Why? I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I really do. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Go do your thing, man. Yeah. That's uh, fine. I'll edit this. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't have to edit this. Uh, no, I will. I'll try I to, to come up with something to tell them in the meantime, no, like how I sound like an asshole. Probably. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry, Brooke. I probably sound like a giant douchebag. I'll probably become vegan with you for, for three months. How about that? And then, uh, maybe I can feel like less of an asshole for that. Um, I don't know what my deal is, honestly. I think it's that, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, it's just, eh, eh. that's, that's what I have to say. Eh. Um, I don't know. I, I have a point. I got to wait till Alex comes back to make it. Um, it's probably a bad point, but this is what the kind of thing I'm talking about. Like, I don't really know what I'm talking about. I haven't done the research. I don't know the numbers. I haven't done the math. Somehow I can't just help, but just to, you know, say it. And, uh, yeah, when I was reading that article about toxic men, the man interrupter, the man interrupter is far more concerned with getting attention than with actually participating in the conversation and thinks that what he has to say is so much more interesting than what anybody else has to say. I think I'd do that. I think I'd do that a lot. I don't know. And I want to be better, I think. Or do I just want to be liked? Probably some mixture of the both. I've been watching Fleabag lately. It's a great show. There's an episode where she goes to this um, retreat. And there's a men's workshop uh, next door. And she hears them screaming, slut, slut. And she finds out that they're screaming slut at these dolls because they're at this like men's, uh, you know harassment seminar basically and to try to learn how to be better men how to you know maybe some of them were sent there by their hr department something like that you know and i thought about that and i was like yeah you know i don't know maybe maybe i need to go to misogynist rehab too i don't I don't know. Great place for me to come back to yeah we'll we'll just cut all that out don't worry i don't know i thought that we were going pretty deep there me and the listener the lessener. I think we should cut it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm joking. I'll listen back to it. Okay. Anyway, what I was trying to, what I wanted to say about the whole thing is what frustrates me about this is not that it isn't a good idea. It's that it lacks class consciousness. Mm. And what I mean by that is all these people going around acting like they personally by doing this thing differently are going to solve the problem because they like they want us to think that we're rich you know what i'm saying like the people at the top want us to think that we are responsible for the society around us that we are rich and that we uh uh you know are with them basically that we should support their policies and it's like at the end of the day no it doesn't we're not the we're not the people in power in control of this. We're not so. There's no reason to feel guilty when you eat your steak or you, you know. There's no. Yeah, but you're also not considering the individuals' uh, uh, feelings about it. I feel like it. It. it no, I mean, like I. Th- I think that. Uh, yes, we could. We could. I, I get your point. Like you know, it's like it's the it's the the rich that are. Uh, 
you know, making us think it's the capitalist society that's making us think that we are the problem when it really is that they are the problem. That's true. But I don't want to ignore that it's not that we can't do something about it, too. But the argument I'm making is like, great, do something that makes you feel good. Right. So being a vegan makes you feel good, makes you feel like you're making some kind of small step in the right direction. Right. Um, That's great. Don't do it because you feel like you have to and because you feel like you have some kind of moral obligation to do it. That's my point. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm splitting hairs here. I mean, yes, it's splitting hairs. Yeah. I would say the person who uh, uh, does it because they feel like they have to might be doing it because they feel like they have to on their own personal level. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, and that's. And I know I'm splitting hairs on top of splitting hairs right there. <laughs> no, 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 but you're right. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I quit drinking for a while. That's because I f- personally feel like that's something that's good for me right now. Yeah. And like, if you, could tell, you could tell it to someone, they'd be like, shit, I think I should stop drinking. You know, but like right, but I, but that's not even my attention at all. In fact, yeah. I'm going to a party next weekend, and I'm going to bring a cocktail that I'm going to make because I still like making cocktails for people, and I like getting people and fucked you up. You make fucking I make some dang cocktails. Yo, you want to know what I'm going to make this time? <laughs> what are you going to make? One fifty one rum, pineapple juice, Malibu. Oh God, uh, that's that song by uh, Tech Nine or whatever. Yeah, I don't know, Tech Nine. Get them all numb, make baby girl come out of her shell, raise hell. Where's the party till the cops Where's come? the ingredient? You never it, said the ingredient yeah. list. One fifty one rum. Okay. Pineapple <laughs> juice. Malibu. Something something. Go on my blog. Get them all numb. You can go find this on my blog. Juice drinks. Tech nine dot com. Yeah yeah. Uh, no, it's great. Uh, I think I'm gonna make that, and it's gonna be vicious. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm gonna try to get people uh, like drunk enough that it makes me feel like I've I've done my my due diligence. Mm-hmm. But anyway. My point is, is that I think alcohol is great. I think drinking is great, and I love getting fucked up. But I am doing this for myself, and I also know that part of the reason why I'm doing it is because I want to be more effective at my job that I need because of capitalism. Like, you know, it would be great if I could just work like 15 hours a week and get fucked up as much as I wanted to, you know. But that's not the world that uh, that we're living in. Nope. Um, but I don't, think, I don't think that's the world that. Uh we're ever going to live in. <laughs> yeah. But I, but I think, well, I think it's possible. I don't know. Um, but I think that people need to be more gentle with themselves and just, you know, yeah, that's, that's my point. And, and to watch out because, uh, you know, that, that's all. That's Cause, all. There, Cause there's, uh, there's, there's, there's snakes in every corner. Snakes in every corner. All this, uh, fake burger stuff has me worried. You know, I mean, I'm telling you, like 20, 30 years from now, Burger King is going to be serving the vegan Whopper. It's going to be just as bad for the environment. It's going to be probably worse for you. And that's, you know, meat's going to be a luxury. Meat is going to be a, 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 a delicacy that only the rich can eat because we've burned down all the forests. We don't have any more. Yeah. Right, and who's and, and is that the the vegans with the the their fake meat problem, or is that the fact that we are still burning through all the uh, the forests to put, to have cattle ranches and to have corn fields and such? Like, I mean, I get. Oh, so you're saying at the end of the day, no matter what we do, we're all gonna we're go, fucked anyway. We're no, fucked anyway. No, that's not that is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is uh, veganism the the part of it that's amazing is the part that's anti-consumerist, okay. anti-capitalist, Fair. but let's make no bones about it. These days, it's 
pretty hard to distinguish between the two because there's plenty of vegan and quote unquote organic products out there that and quote unquote green products out there. Yes, yeah, that yeah. are you know it's that green. Fu- it's green capitalism. I know. Yeah, it's, it's still it's still like funding those big corporations you want to see go away. Yeah, and it's also just like a bunch of fucking nonsense. Lots of times where it's like yeah. they claim to be more sustainable and they're really not. Oh sure, sure. I mean, yeah. like everyone's still buying into the whole organic thing. Yeah, but look, this is what's frustrating about any conversation with any kind of like Marxist person. Uh, you know, the debate between Zizek and Peterson, for example, like at least Peterson gives you some kind of actionable like item, which is that you can, you know, clean your room. Basically, it sounds pathetic, but at least it's something like that you can get your house in order. Uh, Zizek literally gives you no solutions. He's just like, you're pretty much fucked. Like it's never going to, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, and, and I don't, I don't want to be that guy. Um, you know, so you want to be the guy who has no solution. I don't want to be that guy. I'm coming to you as the guy who has, who's convinced themselves there is some sort of solution, <laughs> but it's not exactly like, you know, the, the, I, I, I still, th- I still think I'm, I'm just saying like, you haven't, you, you bring up good points, but I still feel like I am in the, the class of like the person who will try to change their life to have some small uh, uh, change in the world while also trying to have bigger change in the world by supporting the groups that are trying to do that. Because I can't go up and just shoot in the head. The I'm not going to, <laughs> you know, the 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 head of Exxon Mobil or something. Oh, like that. Oh. Yeah, um, yeah, no, and I'm definitely not advocating that. Or have a Freaky Friday situation and switch buys with him, <laughs> and then do that's that's the. I'm not goal. advocating that individuals can't make change. I am just advocating that people shouldn't take certain decisions so seriously. Like like, and I know that I definitely do this all the time. Yeah. I, I'm just saying. Like, if you're going to still, like, honestly, flying on airplanes is way more, way more. Like, yeah, if you is. just, if you yeah. just never fly on an airplane again yeah. and you eat meat, you're fine. Like, you're doing way better yeah. than most vegans. Or, t- or don't, t- don't take a cruise ship. Well, cruise ships are, yeah, horrendous. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, I know. Um, I'm just saying there's so many other things that we do in our daily life that's, like, bad that, you know... Um, and that's just a fact of life, but I'm not saying don't be a vegan okay, if you want to okay. be a vegan. That's fair. That's like, fair. like, that's fine. And I'm even saying that I would consider trying it myself because, yeah. you know, it sound like, you know, maybe it would be healthy. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I definitely agree that factory farming is like super cruel and horrendous. And, and you might be right that like in the future, I don't know. I mean, like it's based upon like how we get our ingredients and how like there's such a, a big problem with population in, in the world already. It's like. You don't know if that uh, getting those lab-grown meats will actually be better for the environment um, or how it's harvested. I just know I, I can only say that like it might require less space than a factory farm. That's about it. Yeah, maybe. But then you know they'll just be producing it probably bigger numbers, and we'll just be getting fatter and fatter. So we'll be eating more. And I, I, I'm yeah. not the yeah. point. The point is not. See, people try to say that I'm being pessimistic. The point is not pessimism. The point is skepticism. Like that's fair. No, I never thought you were being pessimistic. Well, whenever they sell you a solution, you got to be skeptical about it. Yeah. Like, uh, and and what I'm afraid of is a world in which we think that just not eating meat is means we're more sustainable, and uh, that's just probably not the case. And so. You know, I, yeah, that that's that's ultimately my point. But look, I'm you know I'm making a 
basically like making an argument that's a waste of time. I'm trying to convince somebody to do something they're already doing. <laughs> like I'm, I'm trying not to not convince somebody. Yeah. Like yeah, it just I doesn't know. even, it's not helpful. I just, I don't like the narrative of I have to stop eating meat because I can't justify it anymore. It's like, uh, you know, like, like by that logic, why the fuck do we have jobs like in New York city? Like, why are we not going out somewhere cheaper? I don't know. Like, trying to like leave civilization basically like like why are, why are we why are we not like trying to move someplace where we can get land and like i know kansas is giving out free land okay like why why are we not trying to like i think i think i think that oh if you want to really get the answer i think the answer to that might be just because it's too much effort to do that as opposed to just like cutting a certain food out of your diet well it's because you're a human being and you are part of a system that you don't have control over. Yeah. And yeah. And you have people who love you and people you love and things you love and, you know, art and music and like all this other shit. And look, a lot of people love me. (laughs) I'm, I'm so lovable. I can't Uh, do that. Yeah. You just speak to anyone. They say, Alex, love that guy. I, I think that if you follow the utilitarian argument to its logical conclusion, you would kill yourself. (laughs) <laughs> I'm I, like I'm joking but I'm not joking yeah yeah that's yeah. probably the best thing you could do yeah is kill yourself yeah so so slogan James and Alex kill yourself kill yourself that's the new podcast name please <laughs> kill yourself <laughs> please kill yourself tagline for a more sustainable future yeah yeah um so you know and and I feel like that's also those arguments feed into the whole uh, uh here's a question for you Alex would you ever have kids mm. or do you feel like I actually, uh, uh think, um, well think, I know, uh, that we were going to adopt. Right. Right. Yeah. But you have, yeah, that's right. I forgot, but you have like yeah. various reasons that are various reasons good, that make that sense. Good reasons and solid yeah. reasons. Yeah. Um, adopting is also a great, a great thing to do. It's sustainable. It is though. And that's, that's one way to, to, that's one way to respond to the whole, uh, population argument that i think is very positive uh adopting people but but just that anyone but that being said i yeah adopt just, just adopt, adopt anyone anybody. just adopt, yeah, anyone. adopt anybody um you know but the, you know that being said i just don't buy this uh don't have babies argument because um well if you look at a if you look at a chart of like who's making pop uh, pollution right yeah. it's it's the top 50 percent of uh, people uh you know, in developed and wealthy countries. Yeah. And it's only like the top 10% of that that's really fucking up the earth, right? Yes, yeah. So it's like, it's not the number of people, it's the way they're living. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel as though we are running into a point in our lives where this is why a lot of philosophy is also annoying is because a lot of philosophy it hinges on ideas of like finding the self and like living life to the fullest of, um, and knowing yourself and like, you know, all that kind of stuff. And kind of and kind of like runs along not all of them but it kind of runs along runs along the lines of like you know live your own individual freedom and live how you live how you want and like all that kind of stuff and i start i'm starting to feel like um that we are uh running into a point where i feel like the group conscience the group effort is more important than the individual effort in some cases um you feel like that's something so give me give me some examples like uh uh how you know it's about trying to like bring groups together to be, uh, uh, you know, to, to the idea of like trying to be more of a health eco-conscious person, eco, uh, conscious person requires you to like, you know, 
think more about not just your individual self, which I was talking about, of course, but also right. like, you know, how the, uh, how the group functions or how everyone functions or giving up those sacrifices to let the, uh, the greater good kind of survive in a sense. Um, and, uh, you know, that's like, and also like, let's go to uh, democratic socialism, socialism, you know, focusing more on the, uh, uh, the group effort of everyone to make the lives of everyone else better mm. versus like having a very capitalistic, um, you know, selfish kind of desire. So, uh, yeah, I think this is an interesting, I, 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 I kind of recoil when I hear this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, like I agree, I agree with it on its face. Like this idea that we need to care more about others yeah. and be more empathetic. And that like a lot of our philosophy from like Western enlightenment and stuff is very, uh, heavily individual, individualist, yeah. patriarchal kind of, it's yeah. like white men striking out and doing their thing. Yeah. 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 Um, and, uh, you know, this, like the capitalist idea of, of fending for yourself. But I think there's a big difference between actualizing yourself and fending for yourself. Uh-huh. And I think that, uh, I really like this argument and Zizek says it in, uh, you know, and, and various other Marxists say it, but this idea that, um, like capitalism actually is the force that's making us all act the same and all like not be as individualistic and as diverse as we could be. Um, right. And as opposed to like anarchy (laughs) or, 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 you know, anarchy, uh, even more so. Yeah. Or, 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 you know, whatever. But the, the point is, um, yeah, it's not that we have to give up our individualism to, uh, serve the greater good. It's that, we can better express our individual selves in a more full and rich way yeah. by uh, trying to contribute and trying to be empathetic towards other people and still I, holding on to that capitalistic idea. No, or, no, or no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I, I'm saying that entire idea of like libertarianism, for example, yeah, yeah, yeah. of like, um, uh, you know, you abandon, um, you abandon any personal responsibility and this idea that you have this like rational. Well, okay. That's what's really frustrating about anything that's like libertarianism or free market capitalism sure. is there's like one set of things that's considered to be rational behavior. Yeah. It's like maximizing profit and doing something. Yeah. I don't know what that noise was. Yeah. Either. You hear that? Yeah. I, I, I didn't, I don't, I don't know, know what that was. That was weird. However. Um, but, but anytime you talk to a libertarian, it's like, oh, uh, there's a such thing as a rational person and that rational person is going to act in such and such a way that's going to maximize the benefit for them and for society and that irrational people will exist, but like it's basically fuck those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the idea of what a rational person acts like is an incredibly narrow definition. It's like somebody who's trying to maximize profit for themselves. It's it. There's no... Uh, I feel like there's no diversity there. Um, and, and so, yeah, so it's like actually the very opposite of what they're, they're claiming they're for, yeah. which yeah. is freedom and diversity and, and, uh, yeah. Um, and I think we see this all the time too in identity politics and how they get co-opted by capitalism because, uh, identities get reduced into stereotypes. Yeah. And yeah. it just becomes a bunch of like nonsense. Yeah. Versus like in a in a better future, you know, 
there's no like one type of person of any group. There's like just so much diversity that you can't even, yeah. Yeah. Wrap your mind around it. Um, yeah. I, that's interesting. Um, I don't know. I, I definitely don't think that, uh, uh, entirely that like we would function better if we like had a better group dynamic person. Uh, maybe, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Like this is the thing though. Like there's different, it definitely, it definitely feels though the, the idea of like, just fuck it all. Like the libertarian kind of free market idea of just like, whatever. Yeah. If that's really, I don't know. I don't know if that's entirely like, no, it's not, it's yeah. not, but you know, it, it feels, um, like it could very easily get out of hand. <laughs> well, but sure. Yeah. But I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm frustrated by this. I, I hear this often repeated line. It's yeah. like, like you have to stop being selfish and you have to start joining the group and come along because we're going to march into Washington yeah. together and do this thing. Um, there's this uh, a friend of mine told me this. I don't know it's true. And in fact, I think it's probably not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he said that he thought he heard uh, that Einstein, when he saw uh, people marching together for the first time, cried because he was like, that's unnatural. That doesn't that human beings should not be doing that. Shouldn't be marching together. Like in perfect synchronization. Oh wow. Marching together. And I have to agree. Like that is unnatural. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, when you see it like in uh like North Korea how they do it or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or or anywhere. Yeah, anywhere really that they anywhere, have yeah. a marching band, for example. Um <laughs> Well Yeah. You know what I would say to Einstein, you know what I'd say? Look to the Fuck power off. Yeah, man. look to the power of music for yeah. a second. Yeah. Um Well uh, yeah, that's my point is that, um, capitalism is what, well, no, no capitalism. When people move to factories, that's when it became necessary for them to be so perfectly synchronized. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and, and now we're all synchronized by time, you know? Yes. I mean the idea, I, I feel like it used to be that if you were three days late to someplace, that was like a normal amount of being late, right? And now if you're like three minutes, it's like... Yeah, that's a big deal. And it's going to be seconds because when we all start working remotely, like literally seconds is late. You should see how things operate in my company, dude. That happens to me too, by the way. I was about to say, like when I'm late to like a meeting online, yeah, yeah, like, like, you know, 30 seconds to a minute, it's like, hey, Alex, where are you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, at my company, literally everybody waits until 30 seconds before their meeting and then goes straight to the, and everybody shows up exactly on time. Like, yeah, everybody works right up until the, you know, into moment and then leaves. Sure. Yeah. Shows up right at the exact time. Is it weird that I think that's pretty beautiful, actually? (laughs) It's not. Like, I get it. I also, uh, when I see, like, Lenny Reif installs the Triumph of the uh, Will and they're, like, all perfectly synchronized with their shovels, I'm like... "Mm, Oh, yes, yes, yeah. mm, Fuck yeah. No, I think... Mm, Fascism. (laughs) Mm, Fuck yeah. It's... It's... I think humans are a group you know, uh, species, a species that invo- that's works better in groups. And so why not would, why wouldn't we be like really just like, you know, in all of that kind of stuff? I, I agree. I mean, we are uh, cooperative, uh, yeah. creatures by nature. Um, I think I probably mentioned this a bunch of times, but you know, the thing about how like chimps have completely dark eyes, they don't have whites around yes. their eyes. Okay. And you it's, didn't mention that, yeah. and it's so that they can hide where they're looking from the other chimp because they're all backstabbers. Like, like, yeah. And so you could be hunting and the guy is actually looking at you cause he's about to fucking kill your ass because he wants to take over your castle or whatever. Yeah. Thank God we have white, whites in our eyes. Well, yeah. Well, we evolved specifically to have whites in our eyes so that we could be better cooperative. Is that for real? That's for real. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yes. That's for real. 
Wow. We're, we're cooperative creatures, 100%. Yeah. And, and nothing else can cooperate in the numbers we can, except for, like, insects. But, insects, yeah. But, but no other, like, uh, 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 mammal, like, with the brain capacity. You know, primates, they get up to numbers of, like, 30. That's, like, the max. Yeah. Um, and that used to be the max for us, too. But, like, yeah, we're absolutely cooperative creatures. Uh, but this brings me back to the point that the difference is, are we being cooperative because there's a boot on our neck? Or are we working together towards a common goal? You know, do we, but all right. So I will say this. Do you think we need that boot on our neck to kind of get us to that point? I or think, I, th- I think we're taught to believe that we need the boot. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sometimes I feel like that's just to, taught to us. We don't need it necessarily, but also it is a, it is the more convenient thing. And now I'm just realizing Carl Schmick on my head. Help me, yeah, help yeah. me, help me. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> so it's not the more convenient thing. I mean, it is the more convenient thing right now. It's always easy to fall into like the patterns that, like I'm not going to say that we definitely need some kind of if we're going to have something as perfectly organized as say one of our offices right yeah you need hierarchy yeah yeah but you know that doesn't mean you need unjust hierarchy no I'm not saying that I'm not saying that my place in particular I'm just saying the society in general is uh, I would say organized in unjust hierarchies and you know so, because the whole idea of a rational versus an irrational person, I just don't buy. I don't yeah. buy that there is a rational versus an irrational no, person. someone's always a little rational at some yeah. point, yeah. And, yeah. well, and it's that, and it's also, it's a, liberalism misconceives rationalism. Because science is not about what you know. Yeah. It's about what you don't know. Yeah. It's about what you... You're, you could do an experiment and say like, oh, consistently this says this, but you never say like, oh, this is definitely, it's definitely this. No, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. You would say like, this is the theory shows this is what works best right now. Right. So yeah. it's, it's more, it's more open-ended and, yeah. and, um, yeah. So, so you're saying like, you know, the, with the shortcomings of like a thing, like, you know, going from reason and fact is the fact that like those things change. So it's not really like reliable. Uh, yeah, I mean, those things change. Those things are diverse and, and more so. The yeah. uh, set of things that we actually, like, can rely on yeah. is actually very small and very narrow compared to what we think that we can rely on as being true. Yeah. I think at some point, though, there needs to be a point where you just, you know... Plant your fucking flag. Yes. Plant yeah. your foot down and say this is what we need to do because we can just... Do. And that's something about uh, the critique of liberalism that I do agree with is, like, at some point, you need to just stop with the, like, you know, let's, let's go back to reason. But then again, the one pr- problem with that, of, like, going, like, you know, let's stop with, like, this whole idea of reason. Let's just plant our, fi- our flag on the ground and say this. The, re- the problem with that is it immediately uh, uh, blows apart everything about the idea of liberalism. That is, like, what I would, like, the, the structure of it that I would say as being, like, you know, something I want to keep. Right. When, when the second you say, I'm the one, the first one to say... No, we're planting our flag right here, and or we're planting our foot down right here. This is where we stop. This is what we say. This is what we're gonna do. It's like you do that. Everyone else is like, okay, well, I'm planting my foot, foot right here, and I'm doing it right here, and I'm doing it right over here, and then like everyone starts doing that, and then all of a sudden you're like all like you know with your very strong opinions on whatever topic it is, and then no one wants to move anymore because <laughs> <laughs> everybody's like in deadlock. Everyone's in deadlock, or yeah. even worse, one person make, pulls that trigger and it's nuclear holocaust or something like that. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Um, so 
this brings me back to the debate stuff that we were talking about. Yeah. Um, the uh, teams that would refuse to affirm the resolution that mm-hmm. was something in regards to the state should do X, Y, or Z yeah. would often say something along the lines of that by forcing debaters to debate from the perspective of a congressperson or some elite or some kind of that that is inherently kind of like a fascist idea and that when like when we talk about these ideas of what we should or should not do we're often conceiving of our ourselves as rulers yes. like we think of ourselves as like if i'm in a position where i can decide what everybody does yes um and and that that's kind of like inherently uh immoral and so the point that I would make, because you're saying like, oh, you have to do X, Y, or Z to say run a business or run a nation or mm-hmm. uh, that you have to like plant your flags. Um, and, and this... I'm, I'm saying eventually, I'm saying I see the point that eventually you might have to plant those flags. Well, and, and, you, yeah. and you do yeah. as the person who's actually in that job. Yes. So this is... Okay. So this brings me to this idea that like Zizek doesn't offer any solutions. Marxists rarely offer solutions. And my, and I often, I feel that way too, but I don't think that all is lost. Yeah. What I think is that you should think as critically as possible about your place in the world. Try to become as conscious as possible. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then apply that to whatever the fuck you do. Whatever your place, whatever your position is in the world, if, if it ends up meaning that you think you need to change that position, like, you know, then you do that if you can, right? Okay. Um, but the point is, is that you apply that to the way you treat other people, the decisions that you can't, that you have power over, mm-hmm. you, you apply that to that and you apply that to the way you interact with other people. And that's all you can do. So ironically enough, I actually am the individualist, like, action person, right? Yep. yep. Right. Um, um, but electoral politics, like, are not going to save us. You can try to vote for the right candidate, but they're not going to save us because st- any state is going to end up becoming co-opted by power. Yeah. Even if we get a communist state, I mean, we've seen historical examples of how bad that can go. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, uh, and and that's why you never let somebody pin you down to arguing for a communist state. You you argue against the state in all yes. in all examples, but you're not. That doesn't mean you're saying get rid of everything right now. Yeah, because we're not stupid. We know that if you get rid of the public cops, they're going to replace them with private cops that billionaires hire, yeah. and that's going to be worse. Yeah, and 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 we know that if you get rid of the United States federal government overnight, that you know the corporations were going to be in their yeah. hands. That's not going to be better. Um, the point is is to try to spread that consciousness as much as possible right, yeah. uh, so that the people who get into those offices are slightly better than the ones were before yeah. and you have to keep pushing because it never ends. That's the thi- that's, that's the, that's a good point and I totally agree with that. I wish it was like, I wish there was a simpler answer but honestly, that's another thing I was thinking about. I was like, there isn't a simpler answer. Right. Like you're saying. Right. It's complicated. You got to keep pushing for it and you have to never stop, essentially. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I think... Is that, yeah. Is that, is we, that a good... Wanna, we want to keep going or is that... Oh, no, that's a fine place to stop, honestly. It's like, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're going to stop. <laughs> the, point, the point we're trying to make, guys, is that if you want to see change in the world, it's gritty, it's muddy, it's terrible, it's going to take a while, and it's very complicated. I don't think Occam's Razor is 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 applicable anymore. It's very complicated stuff. 
well, and also let's make the point that, I mean, I think Alex does some stuff like with the sunrise movement, right? Yeah. I don't do anything. <laughs> I don't do anything at all. Don't listen to me. I also, I'm a piece of shit. I'm a hypocrite. No, I have, I, I, yeah. haven't, I haven't, I haven't uh, been to a sunrise meeting in ever. So, uh, um, yeah, no, I don't do anything. Yeah. Every time I try to like think about doing something, <laughs> I know it's just, I feel this like sucking sound in the middle of my soul. Like I, 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 it, I don't, I don't know. You get? Do you get a, a, a like jaded about that kind of stuff when you like go to those meetings? I mean, look, I'm I'm not gonna say that a big part of it isn't the fact that I'm just a lazy shit sure. person. Uh, but it's also that like when I go to stuff like that, uh, like, and it's I get this feeling like when I would attend like Unitarian Church or like yeah. any religious institution or anything, like I get like all these people together thinking about the same shit it's like crawls down my back and if, i'm like Ugh, yeah you feel this is Ugh. I, I i personally know what you mean because i feel like i'm like you know hey are we considering other opinions though instead of just this one thing i guess like you know what i mean like i like for instance like i went to a sunrise movement meeting that was like orientation and they were talking about um how one thing that we have to do is never allow the narrative that climate change isn't real and it isn't and, and there is some things that we have to like you know like it's First, right. you know, it's like it is happening. There is no arguing against it. Yeah. And my first thought was, well, well. <laughs> so and and I and now I'm like now I'm at the point right now where I'm kind of just right now. Right now is like today. Right now, change, right now, right yeah, now, right I now. Could change tomorrow. I'm at the point where I'm like, maybe there's maybe there's a point where you do have to you know uh, put your foot down and just say, all right, fine, let's do this. I don't give a shit about the, my, my second thought that's telling me like, whatever I don't, you know, I know this might not be a hundred percent, but like, fuck it. Let's just go with it anyway. Yeah. Cause at least it's some more action than I, than I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's true, but it makes me very uncomfortable. And the, the, the types of things that make me very uncomfortable are like, um, anything where you're doing something like a, like a bad faith argument type of thing Yeah. for a good reason. Yeah. Like, like, uh, you know, like like you go around telling people that uh you know there's no that there's a certain amount of time until we're all going to die definitely you know that the numbers are definite sure, yeah. Sure, yeah 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 and, and you do that but the truth is that that probably is the right way to go about it because there's people that are just okay so I'll give you, you know i i've come around now to the whole punching nazis thing i'm not saying that it's something i would do it's just that, like... You get it. I get it a lot I, better now. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> I was turned around on that, too. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Um, it was the movie uh, Blinded by the Light uh, that I saw recently. It's, really? It's this movie, it's this, movie uh, this guy uh, in the 80s growing up in... Um, I, know, I know what it is. Yeah, well, for the listener. Well, they can uh, look it up. They can look whatever, it up. Whatever, fuck it. They yeah. can look it up. Anyway, there's this scene where um, his family, like, is trying to... They're trying to go to his sister's wedding or whatever, and there's, like, a rally of, like these uh, National Front uh, Nazi guys or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, you know, walking through the street and stuff and they like punch his dad or whatever and it's horrible. And oh, like, wow. it's just all this horrible shit. And it's just like, I'm looking at those guys and like, yeah, they need a good ass kicking. Yeah. Those, those fucking assholes need yeah. an ass cook, kicking. And, um, but I'm, but, but I'm not the one to do it. Like I'm, I'm not, I don't live in their communities. I'm not. Yeah. But if I did live in their communities, if somebody in my community was out there, with Nazi shit, then yeah, sure. If it was my, if I yeah. felt like, you know, that's my brother, you know, yeah. then yeah, my brother needs to get his face 
pounded in. Yeah, the, I, I think the point that the uh, movement of people who are saying punch Nazis, are, which took me a while to come around to, are saying is like, get it. It's not the most clean way of going about, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, protesting and marching and like having these like, you know, uh, uh, trying to get your political thoughts across or whatever. It's not the cleanest thing to do. But if someone holds that opinion, they there is no chance in hell they are doing it just for a like. Well, you know, I mean, I'm not here for harm. You know, I'm only, I'm only. They, they want shit to go down. They want shit to go down, yeah. and they'll gladly let it happen or a a, a, a abide by it. Or I don't know what the first fucking word is, but um, yeah. So yeah, so basically, it's like I get it. Yeah, there's some there's some opinions nowadays, and there's some thought processes in, in groups that I that have a lot of hateful rhetoric. That if you have direct evidence to say that they are a part of that, yeah, I would be uh, okay with them being punched because it doesn't because <laughs> it, it, it doesn't seem like it would be um, good to let them be because yeah, yeah. I, I just I don't I, you know I, I don't think that should be the main uh, tactic. No, but, no, of course not. But no. yeah, but but no. um, but you know I so shit. It's, it's also the tactic that does draw the most attention, right? Which is something that does really uh, help a for cause. Better for worse. Yeah. Uh, although I, I think uh, the better tactic, which is what we were talking about uh, the other day. So in Portland, they had the uh, that rally recently, and Antifa responded with like marching bands and banana suits, and a lot of yes. people on on the internet were talking about, especially Red Scare was like really ripping on them pretty hard. Yeah. For like how embarrassing it was, and it's like I'm sure it probably was because of the type of people that are involved in yeah, Antifa are probably pretty embarrassing, but um, but I like the idea behind let's just party our fucking faces off at a like let's go to a fucking rally like like when they're trying to do their white supremacy bullshit and let's make fun of them and like have a dj and like fucking dude have a much more fun time than them you just gave me such a good idea going like trying to like call back onto something we talked about previously but like improv everywhere on those protests (laughs) (laughs) that would be so hilarious if it was just like like one of those really embarrassing college improv groups yeah like give me a like like, yeah excuse me uh, neo-nazi give me a suggestion yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) that would be really great Yeah, yeah um i was uh, that was really funny when you told me that. Um, I think maybe we should like all go in like uh, full uh, like BDSM gear and just party boy all the Nazis, like just start <laughs> dancing up on them and shit. Oh man, you get so decked. You I know, so but that fast. would but that would be great. I mean, it's better to get in de- getting decked by a Nazi, like like getting them to do that is like way better for the cause than to punching. That's a fair point. Yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, this is a good place to stop. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so just yeah. In conclusion, in conclusion, I'm gonna go back to my cushy office job and continue to do nothing. And I am going to go about complaining and maybe doing something. Probably not. Also, um, cool. you know what though? I mean, like this would be a good opportunity to get us to uh, actually like take action. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I feel like yeah. this is this not- is not us taking action. I don't know, man. I feel like this is my personally, this is my way of reengaging. I don't know. I feel like if we have more listeners, maybe that's a, a well, no, argument. no, we don't, but we are trying to get more listeners. True. And, and I, so 20 years from now when we're like, we finally broke a thousand. Yeah. Like, I think that, I think that, you know, on some level, what we can and can't do will always be, um, stunted not just because we are just individuals yeah. but because we're specific individuals like like i'm never going to be part of a revolution or advocate for one sure um 
And if there is one, I'm just going to hope I don't get my head chopped off. Yeah. Because it's very clear that like, even though I've described myself as a worker, because I am an office worker, there's still like, you know, there's still like some kind, I'm not, I'm not a coal miner. I'm not, well, yeah, actually, yeah. That's, a, that's actually a really bad and insulting example because I've, I've heard that many coal miners make over six figures and it's like actually, a, yeah, so it, it's, it's, that's a bad, it's a bad example. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't know what a good example is and I think the fact that I don't know what a good example is is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. I am not the working people. And I, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so what is my position? What is my responsibility is just, I don't know. I'm just trying to do my thing. Leave me alone. And uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. That was a good app. All righty. Bye, everybody. Bye.